everybody. <laughs> and welcome to That's Life, where we are coming off of the excellent, unbelievable, and amazing win last night of the Yankees here in the Bronx. I'm looking forward to Friday night in Houston. Good morning, folks. Thanks for listening, or barely listening. I think I just lost my left eardrum a second ago. I'm Miriam L. Wallach, blogger, writer, general manager here at the Nachum Siegel Network. You can find me here right after Allison and right before Nachum's live lunch. Who do I see behind the board? Is the pride of Houston himself, Yoni Pollock, who uh, insanely declared on his show this week after further review, which is heard here at the Nachum Siegel Network on Mondays at 10 a.m., that the Astros would be sweeping the series. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it looks like you. Good morning, Yoni. I don't know if I declared a sweep. I don't know. I think uh, this is after further review. You should probably take back what you said. Yeah, but uh, a little bit. Not too worried. Not too worried. Yeah. yeah? You're feeling good with the Yankees? I'm feeling good. That's I'm, good. I'm happy to hear that there's a little bit of something in your voice right now saying, you know what, maybe I should have settled in. I'm feeling confident that there'll be a game on Shabbos. Right, because they're playing Friday night. Well, a game then then Moze Shabbos, I would say, I guess. Uh-huh. Okay. And the reason for that is because you're just Yoni Pollock? And- eh, it's just going back home, you know, better juju down there, better... You know, you you're, you got the home crowd. You got everything going for you, other than nothing really. But uh, <laughs> I mean, you have everything. Last going night was for a little bit of nothing be, for you guys, yeah, I would ex- say. That, and that's what I meant by uh-huh. that. But okay. We'll figure it out. Okay. All right. You're, you're you're confident. I'm pretty confident that we'll be playing Saturday night. Okay. So I'm looking forward to the, today's live lunch then, because I think it's going to be a oh, hoot. Yeah, it's going to be great. Um, by the way, I, I'd like to have a little bit of fun with the with the pitcher's name. Okay, go for it. Um, it's it's. Kichel. Um, Every Jewish not, not mother yesterday quite. was looking, if they were watching the screen like I was, and you're you're breaking your teeth on it, it's Kichel. So it's pronounced Keichel. No, it's really not. But I could see the Kichel. Somebody the, lost something. Kugel, exactly, exactly. Somebody lost something along the way, and it's really. I saw a few tweets on my timeline. It's Kichel. It, 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 he's got to be Jewish. It's awesome. There, yeah. Wait, what's his first name? Dallas, ironically. Oh, that's funny. He plays for Houston. It's a whole thing, yeah. Okay. Got, yeah. Is it sensitive? It seems we like just, a sensitive yeah, subject. We're not biggest fans of Dallas down there. Really? Yeah. Houston, Dallas have this thing? Uh, I mean, baseball more, but, you know, yeah. But like each other. Dallas is, anybody in Dallas is still going to be rooting for the Astros this weekend. Probably not. What? Like, Mets fans aren't going to root for Yankees. Okay, I didn't realize it was to that level. I mean, it's not to that level, but... This is fascinating. It, it really depends. For me, it is... Uh, I thought I you guys all get along down there in mm, Texas. No, you gotta hate someone, no? Uh, well, I guess so. That yeah. is the American way. <laughs> <That's> for sure. <laughs> all right, all right. We'll keep this off for the live lunch because, frankly, there's a lot to talk about during the live lunch, and it's all because Yoni brought it upon himself. Let's be completely honest. National holidays today. It is conflict resolution day, which I can't see going very well for Yoni during the live lunch. But hey, you never know. Maybe he'll buy lunch and it will go even better. It's also evaluate your life day. Also a shout out to Yoni Polly. Yoni, it's evaluate your life day. You should smile and nod and not respond to me at all about that. No? Good. Okay, fine. Uh, It's get to know your customers day. It's get smart about credit day. Uh, which I imagine should be something that many people are celebrating here across the United States um, or should at least look into. International Credit Union Day. You see an ongoing some theme. Sort of correlation. Exactly. Um, and it's Read for the Record Day, which is something that I 
um, just read about this morning but found fascinating. It's a national endeavor or a, a countrywide endeavor to increase awareness about the importance of bringing literacy into your children's life as early as possible. Otherwise known as read to your kids, folks. Make sure to white making faces at me. I, I just read for the record? Yeah, read for the record. Like, you know, we're all getting on record that we're, we're oh, reading like and taking. Oh, that type of record. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not like an yeah, I LP. Like, I was like, no, but no, that's no, I so like, cute of you, no, you little radio like, boy. Yeah. Like read all 24 hours to break a record, that type of thing. Oh, like, no, no, no. It's not, not everything is a competition, <laughs> Pollock. Yeah, super competitive. <laughs> Settle yeah. down. Yeah, we are a little bit competitive. Um, we are a little bit competitive here. But, yes, it is Read for the Record Day, and actually you can there's – a, there's a link for that. You can go to that website, Google it, Read for the Record Day. It's actually very interesting. And, um, and I, I – yeah, if you don't read to your kids, you really should. Reading to your kids is something that we should all do at every age. Yoni? Yeah, Mom. Yeah, Yoni, story time is later. <laughs> all right, my first guest is on the air. We is on the line. We actually have a lot to talk about today. You're listening to That's Life here at the Nahum Siegel Network. And Ina Kopel joins me this morning. She's been on the air with us before. She is one woman I would totally want having my back down a dark alley. She is the owner of the Woodmere Fitness Club that was uh, was first referred to a studio, you know, that a lot of people knew about in the five towns in the Woodmere area, etc. Very well located on Broadway in Woodmere. Across from the bagel store, of course, not that I would ever go to a bagel store. Of course. <laughs> of course not. No, just kidding. Um, but but she's a wonderful, wonderful person with a great message, and she has an incredible program coming up on October 29th. Uh, not, sorry. Yes, on October 29th, this, that Sunday. Mm-hmm. Good morning. How are you? Hi, Miriam. Thank you for that incredible intro. Thanks for having me on the show. No, not a problem. Listen, I'm scared of you. No, I'm just kidding. I'm totally not. <laughs> <laughs> I got your back yeah. every single time. I know it. I know it. So let's talk about this. We have something called Tough Goes Pink, and that's T-U-F-F Goes Pink. It's the ultimate fit female fitness challenge. I said that, by the way, without yes, breaking, my, about breaking my teeth. Um, it's taking place Sunday, October 29th. It is for women only and for women of all levels. Tell me about this. Well, we're so excited to bring this fitness challenge uh, to the community. Tough Goes Pink is um, something that we, uh, you know, cultivated as, as an idea for, you know, how can we give back to the community um, when it comes to fitness, when it comes to supporting organizations that have supported our women, and Tough Goes Pink, Tough Goes Pink was born. Tough is our fitness circuit class. Uh, it's designed for all levels, and it um, has a boot camp type format. And uh, we use water rower machines. We have circuit stations, but it's uh, not really a, like a type of random program. It's specifically designed to build total body strength, uh, to build conditioning without uh, impact on the joints. And it's this great program that's grown uh, in our community, and we decided to use that fitness program as a challenge. So what we're going to do is this year we're going to support Charcheret, uh because Unfortunately, many of our women in the gym were affected by a breast cancer in the past couple of years. And uh, we decided that it was time to give back to the organization that had supported them. And um, so we're doing it through fitness because that's what we do best. So next Sunday, the women will come and they will take part in a 30-minute workout. And um, people will donate to support and encourage them to participate and cheer them along. And the proceeds go to Shersheret. Uh, we'll have a speaker from Shersheret come and talk about her experience, you know, 
going through the process of chemotherapy and um, treatment and to be, you know, what Sharshara did for her and what it was like to be a mom going through the process and, you know, quite emotional. And um, after some talks, we will begin the challenge and the girls will go through a 30-minute workout. They will have points that, are, that count towards each repetition that they perform and then we'll have winners and we'll have a lot of fun prizes for them and just an overall fun kind of event. That sounds great. And this was at your behest or, I mean, looking at your vast team um, that's, you know, you introduce everyone to via your website and people can go to woodmerefitnessclub.com and check out not only more information on Tough Goes Pink, but everything that's available at your club. But was it like a group conversation where you all looked at each other and say, listen, we're going to do something because this is what we do and this is how we do it. Where should we direct our strengths? Like, did you all come together on Shasherit or did you look at everyone and say, guys, everyone is... We've actually... We've actually um, done a, a, we've actually done a fundraiser for Shashara previously with a boot camp um, on the beach a few years ago, oh, that's right. and right. Um, we chose the organization because they're active in our community and they've supported a lot of our members. And um, unfortunately, we had gotten together to help uh, with meals and things like that for way too many members in the past couple of years who were struggling with uh, you know breast cancer recovery. And a lot of our strength programs are designed to take care of cancer survivors and to help them regain their total body strength. And at some point, a lot of my girls were really looking at me and saying, like, what, what can we do? Like, this is, we have to do something. And, you know, really what we do best is to raise money for, you know, through fitness. Fitness fundraisers are, is our specialty. It's our special way to give back. And we just felt like we want to show the women in our gym here that, you know, we feel for them, we love them, and that it's not just them going through this as individuals, but when they're affected, the whole gym is affected, uh, including the staff. And we want to show them that we care, that we support them by supporting and giving back to the organization who helped them through this. Your gym is a community. I mean, that is part of the way it is known in the five towns, and to your credit, clearly it is top-down. And there is this growing kind of connection between not only the people who participate in your classes, who are active gym members, but also throughout your team. And you are also known in the community as an activist. You have spearheaded a number of events, a number of you know activities, in not just that one on the beach, but also everyone knows of the stories of you post-Sandy and how you were able to mobilize the community in your way with your strengths and all all puns intended, so to speak. But let's talk about for a second the importance of social activism and and social awareness. You're not just a business owner in the five towns. You look at this as an opportunity not only to reach the members of the community on a one-on-one, but also to say to them, we are part of a community and we are a community. Yes, absolutely. I think it is our responsibility as fitness professionals not just to take care of people physically, but also emotionally and also to educate them on wellness. I mean, really, it's, it's kind of, it all falls under one large umbrella. So it's not just physical for us. It's emotional, it's spiritual. And I think it's important that even though, you know, one member is going through something, like you said, because we're a community, it affects our community, and then even it extends to past the gym and to our neighborhood and to the people that we connect with. So if one person is affected, it's a chain reaction. And so 
I felt like, you know, bringing Sharsharad here, giving people a, an understanding on, uh, you know, breast cancer and things that will affect women uh, in the future and to give them also the tool of knowledge for how they can, you know, do things to prevent uh, disease, what they can do for themselves to make themselves stronger, healthier as we age. I think it's all really important, and this is just one of those components. So when there's an opportunity to address a health issue and you own a gym, it is your responsibility to educate your members so that they can help themselves. And the best way that a person can help themselves is to understand and to learn and to educate themselves. So in that way, I feel a tremendous responsibility to educate our members, and the best way to do it is to inspire them through these types of events and that inspiration kind of gets them through the door to participate. And while they're here, we'll educate them and we'll take care of them and we'll teach them how to take care of themselves. And then they'll go on in their community and they'll teach other people. And that's why I think these things are so important and they're so impactful. And of course, the metaphor of the strong woman goes uh, has a long distance in this kind of a messaging. We're not only talking about the physical strength, we're talking about the ability to lean one on another and also that information is strength, knowledge is power and by exactly. and by informing people we are we're spreading that strength. Yes, you're absolutely right. Knowledge is power and people need to have awareness of, you know, what can happen how to prevent it, and what's happening in the communities around them. There's a lot of people that want to help other people. Um, this is one of the most generous communities I've ever known. And the people who come together here, they come together in a moment. You never need to ask twice. And these women have done incredible things for each other. When one person isn't well, the whole gym comes together, whether it's to support their children, their spouses, or, or to support their friends. I mean, it's absolutely incredible. And they don't just do it because they have big hearts. They do it because they have a moral obligation and because they have a deep understanding because they've been educated. Anyone who comes to us knows that we hold seminars, we hold workshops. Education is primary. That's the distinction between us and everyone else. Tough Goes Pink takes place a week from this Sunday, October 29th at the Woodmere Fitness Club. Information, again, is at woodmerefitnessclub.com. You can go to the toolbar on top. You can click on Tough. That's spelled T-U-F-F. It is an acronym for the Ultimate Fitness... Alt- I got it before. The Ultimate Fit Female. It is a fitness challenge, and it goes to support Shar Sharad. So let's just break this down for a second. I know you said the water rowers, and um, that already scares me because I've used it before, and I think I'm still in pain. So what exactly <laughs> is the is the entire workout that day going to look like? So um, the when the contestant comes in, we're going to be giving rules and regulations. We'll show them the exercises. We're going to keep things very simple because basics uh, is, is the best way to go. And so they'll have uh, meters on the rower to complete. They'll have an assignment. And so they'll have repetitions of things like squats to complete and body weight exercises, things that are basic so that if you're into fitness or not into fitness, it's very easy for you to understand how to do it. And we're also going to give them time on the clock. So, like, maybe you might have been crushed by your workout because you weren't guided correctly. But we're giving them time on the clock so that they can perform the reps and stop when they feel uncomfortable. I mean, for people who are super fit, they can go ahead and compete for them their own selves, you know, against their own time. But for somebody who wants to use, you know, the few minutes that we give them for each exercise and they want to just do a few and stop and rest and then come back to it, well, hey, that's cool with us. 
that's why we have that format. So we're going to be rowing. We're going to be doing things like squats and body weight exercises, and you'll have time on the clock. We'll count your reps, and we'll add everything up at the end, and we'll have uh, three winners for each category. So we're going to have a beginner category and then the, uh, the regular athlete category for people who frequently work out. And each there will be a coach assigned to each person to guide them to make sure that they're safe. And really, we're going to be having a lot of fun here too. So the most important thing is that we remember this is for charity right. and this is for fun. And when we say it's a competition, it's a competition with yourself. But, hey, there's going to be, like, some tutu wearing and some fun <laughs> knee socks. And, I mean, we're going to be getting pink with this, you know? I think that, listen, it sounds great. And as a person who's a gym rat, I totally appreciate this. Though Yoni's looking at me going, I'm not so sure this is my idea of fun. But that's okay because this is an all-women event. It's $54 to participate. Limited spots are available you can click on the website, on the link off of their website again. It's woodmerefitnessclub.com, and all proceeds are going to benefit Sharsharet. Donations are welcome. Checks are payable to Sharsharet, um, and the Woodmere Fitness Club staff will collect those and obviously get it to Sharsharet. The event is for women only of ages 12 and up, though all levels are welcome. And um, it is free entry to all spectators. Now, can I ask you a question about the spectators? Men and women are yes. still only women? Women only. So the entire event is women only? Yes, because we want to make it comfortable for women who um, want to, you know, observe modesty um, right. rules and, you know, really get, un get undressed into fitness clothes and not worry about guys being in the room and things like that. So we're just going to keep it simple, keep it all women, keep it comfortable, and just have a lot of fun. And the event starts whenever you show up? Or is it 12 p.m.? It's 12 o'clock. 12 o'clock is like opening ceremonies, and then we're going to have some rules and regulations, and then we'll get moving. We know we know it's Sunday, and the people are busy, so we're going to really try to keep it to a lunchtime kind of um, hour and keep it moving quickly. And really our goal is to raise awareness, to raise money, and show the women in our gym who might be private about their experience and want to be anonymous about it, that, hey, you know, we're all in this together. We love you. We support you. And we're here for you. Alana Silber. That's really our goal. Alana Silber joins us on the phone right now as well. She is the executive director of Sharsharet. Good morning, Alana. Good morning, Miriam. Thank you so much for having me and Sharsharet on this morning. Oh, totally my pleasure. And Ina Coppell from Studio Ina and actually Woodmere Fitness Club, who is hosting the Tough Goes Pink event this uh, week from this Sunday. I keep saying this Sunday. A week from this Sunday is still on the line with us. I want to talk for a second, Alana, uh, about the importance of communities getting together, especially during Breast Cancer Awareness Month, that is October, and doing things like 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 the Woodmere Fitness Club is doing, like Ina is spearheading, these opportunities within communities to not only raise awareness, but to give back to Sharsharet. So first of all, a huge, uh, huge thank you to Ina for coordinating this. I mean, this is directly in line with what we want to do at Sharsharet. First of all, it's promoting healthy living, which we know is such a strong component when you're looking at um, trying to avoid or prevent a cancer diagnosis. While it does, it's not the full answer, every medical professional will definitely recommend healthy living. And so what Ina's providing for the community is invaluable. So that's for the women of Sharsharet, for those who support Sharsharet, for everyone, that's a tremendously important um, opportunity. So I want to put that out there. Um, and yes, bringing community together is also critical. Breast Cancer Awareness Month 
brings attention to breast cancer at this time of year that we don't have in the other 11 months. Um, so we like to take advantage of that attention and raise critical awareness in the community. And by doing community events, we reach more people in such a short amount of time. And we take advantage of that and we share information like the urgent statistic in the Jewish community that one in 40 Jews of Ashkenazi descent, that's both men and women, carries a BRCA or BRCA gene mutation significantly increasing the risk for hereditary breast, ovarian, and related cancers. So if a woman is carrying a genetic mutation in the BRCA gene, she has up to an 85% chance of developing breast cancer and up to a 44% chance of developing ovarian cancer. And for men who carry this gene mutation, first they can pass it on to their sons and daughters, but even for themselves, it increases their risk for prostate cancer, pancreatic cancer, male breast cancer, and melanoma. So it's really critical that we take these opportunities when we're exercising, when we're going into JCCs and um, fitness clubs like Ina's, that people are aware of why they're doing what they're doing and about their own risk. So while they're embracing healthy living, they also need to understand their risk and speak to their doctors. Alana, is the is the the, the pink ribbon, um, is it, a, is it a, a blessing or a curse? I mean, I sort of wonder sometimes whether, you know, all the ribbon wearing does um, a tremendous amount of good or it just serves as an important reminder that like almost like a, a string tied on your finger when you have to remember something that we are taking this and it, it's as simple as as awareness in terms of the distance that we can go with everyone participating in something. Look, the pink ribbon has its issues out there and it's a in some communities, there's a debate on are we pinkwashing, are we making breast cancer look beautiful, when at a time it really isn't always so beautiful. But for us at Shersherit, we view it in the positive. We are so grateful that the attention is being paid to breast cancer. It will turn into dollars for research that will help find cures. It will turn into awareness when we, women will bring up the topics to their doctors or will call Shersherit for support, and we will save lives. So for us, I think we look at it in the positive. And I think that people should try to understand we're not trying to pink wash. What this pink is doing is putting it on the radar for those that can really make a difference in the world. If we can put more money into research, raise awareness, have women go to their doctors, have women call Sharsheret, women will be supported. We will improve lives and we will save lives. Woodmerefitnessclub.com slash tough, T-U-F-F is where you can find more information on Ina's program on the 29th. Alana, what other activities or events are going on in the, in the general communities or in greater communities, or is it easily accessible off the Sharsharit website? So right now, we have more than 100 events scheduled just in these few weeks. Definitely go to Sharsharit's website, www.sharsharit.org, and look in the events section. You can also search by your state or your community, and there's something going on everywhere in synagogues, in fitness centers, in private homes. We're doing a lot of Pink Shabbat. Sharshara Pink Shabbat is a trademark program where communities are dedicating the Shabbat experience to raise awareness about breast cancer. Um, so we're working with over 80 synagogues in 19 states across the country. Um, we're also partnering with an organization called One Table to provide Friday night experiences mm. in people's homes for young professionals. Um, so there's a whole slew of different activities for 
from educational to fitness to um, Jewish experience. You know, if you're, if you're, I hope you're still on the line. You're there. Yes. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Um, just a quick question to you, and we're going to have to uh, bring the conversation with both of you, unfortunately, to a close, though I have a feeling, and I'm sure our listeners would agree, that there's so much more to talk about here. How important mm-hmm. is the is the uh, the beginning of your program where you're having somebody with a personal anecdote talk about their experiences through Sharsherod and their family experiences? How important is that is that angle to the overall experience on the 29th? Well, it's funny you say that because a lot of our women, of course, are busy on Sundays. They've got children. They've got obligations. And I say to them, listen, if nothing else, just stop by at 12 o'clock when we have opening ceremonies and just just listen to what's being said. Because I think that when you pull on people's heartstrings, you really bring it home. When they see that it's real people standing in front of you talking about their experiences, standing together, uh, all women in one room, I think that when it pulls on their heartstrings, it kind of really settles into into their minds and it really becomes part of their awareness, part of the way that they perceive the importance of understanding breast cancer, understanding the things that can affect, you know, females and, and their health. And I think that if they come at 12 o'clock and they can't stay for the rest of the, the, the competition, I think it's already successful just because I know that they're there and we've raised the awareness for them and that they're going to be touched by someone else's story and that they'll be together. And I think that's really the most important part. Yes, raising money is super important, but raising awareness is even more so. Alana, is that a, is that a common thread through the other events as well, is that there's some kind of an anecdote shared by either a survivor or a, a, a survivor family member, etc., just to bring it all home? It's all about the stories. In any resource that we create, any booklet that we have, any event that we have, even within the office at every staff meeting, there, we always start with a story because it's the personal experience that you see your own experience. And I def- the, the learning, when you walk away from something, you'll remember the stories, and that's what you take with you. So, yeah, it's, it's, what, it's what everyone wants to hear. It's what they need to hear. It's going to motivate them to take control of their own health. Well, I, I want to thank both of you, not only for joining me on the air today, but also on a personal level. On, on on many levels, you are both Jewish female heroes. You are certainly making great strides for everyone in the Jewish community. You serve as wonderful role models for the girls and the women around us and for people who are worried about activism and don't know how to get started. You've certainly paved the road and showed just how easy, and I'm using that word in quotation marks, obviously, but just how easy it is to bring your strength to the table to do something for a greater cause. So I want to thank you both. And as a member of the Five Towns community, um, Ina, I'm tremendously proud of your efforts. And Alana, as a member of the Jewish community, thank you very much for all your efforts on behalf of all of us. Thank you. Thank you. You're listening to That's Life here at the Nachum Siegel Network. And um, I'm not sure if this is completely, you know, Michelle Marsh related and it's October, etc. But just to make note that everyone here in New York, when we heard about the passing of journalist uh, Michelle Marsh at the young age of 63, especially in light of Breast Cancer Awareness Month, she just died as complications from breast cancer. Um, you know, it's um, it, it just it takes a moment. People were commenting on Facebook and I know we're running out of time and Yoni's watching the clock. But everyone, people for, who grew up in this in this town, commenting on Facebook, commenting on social media that she was a part of all of our childhoods. And I totally hear that. I remember watching her broadcasts, etc. 
And it just it's just important to take control of our lives, to take control of our health, and to be proactive. You've been listening to That's Life here at the Nachum Siegel Network. The live lunch will begin in just a few moments. I would not shut off this network. Do everything you can to listen to the next two hours. If I was Yoni Pollock, I would frankly run down the block and pretend you never know us. But hey, that's what you get for talking trash about the Yankees. And of course, live programming continues here the rest of the afternoon. Don't forget that Mark Zomick's Arab Shabbos show starts at 7 p.m. tonight. If you miss it tonight, you can catch it tomorrow because it encores tomorrow after Naomi's table for two. And if you're hearing music, if you're he- hearing that music in the background, you're not hallucinating. That is Bitachon's um, Yom Shabbaton because the line Yonah Matzah Vamanoach is my tribute to Parshat Noach. That and the bizarrely colored cake that I posted on Facebook last night. My thanks to Kedem for sponsoring the Erev Shabbos show and, of course, for sponsoring our Erev Shabbos music mix that continues from the conclusion of Mark's show up until candlelighting here in the New York area. Tomorrow morning, Malcolm hosts Jay in the AM from 6 to 9 in the morning. Malcolm Holmline scheduled to join at 7.40 AM. Don't miss a minute of everything that is going on here. And please support our programming. You can go to fjbunity.org. That's life, everybody. Bye, guys.